As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Uh, Phoenix leads the Lakers. Again, Phoenix playing without Devin Booker, without Bradley Beal. And it is a 13-point lead for the Suns headed to the fourth quarter in the Lakers home opener. We'll have more on this game <laughs> coming up in a few minutes. But but they were back. They, they were back. They're back. But I need to say this because this is very important before we get into uh, Thursday Night Football. Um, Steve DeSager, Alex Tyshirt, everybody working tonight. I will clean the microwave plate from the microwave in about 15 minutes. What did you do? Well, you know... I go and I go to heat up my my drink, right? My coffee bean, right? I'm like, oh, I got okay. half my coffee bean sure. ready. Yeah. So I put it in the fridge, right? Take it out, heat it up for a minute, right? I get that good ad minute. All right, great. I go, ah, uh, it could use a little bit more. So I put 20 seconds and I'm like, okay, great. And then I go and I look in and it looks like it, it's like Halloween, like blood is pouring out of a, I'm going, no, 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 no. And all, it's just, all this pour, the chocolate is pouring over the side and all over the microwave. And I'm, I was like Howard Stern when he spilled uh, the stuff on the board in private parts and he's going ah, ah, ah. I'm like ah, the microwave ah, ah, ah. 
So I will clean the uh, glass plate of the microwave in, in a few minutes. I did not have time since we have to do the show. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to That's hear my that. Fault. Sorry, sorry, it doth boil over. I was telling Ty shirt. You know, I, I had a, a few things with the kids, and and I looked at the. Uh, I basically did a Blues Brothers thing. I, I mapped out where I needed to go. I'm like, <laughs> well, I got a, I got plus or minus two minutes to be able to get there on time today. <laughs> nope, we're gonna work from home. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know what? But my wife says to me, oh, can you do that tomorrow? You have enough sleep? I say, if I fell asleep right now, I could sleep for five and a half hours. If I fell asleep right now, I could sleep five and a half hours. Yeah. So you tell yeah, me if that's working. I'm always at the uh, the under on that, and, uh-huh. and that really, you know, I've, I've given up on that, <laughs> which is why I probably would have been standing right next to you as you made your coffee. Or it would have just spilled all on you, and you would have sued me because it would have been hot coffee. A little bit Kramer. It would have hot coffee on you, yeah. and I would have said, how about a lifetime supply of coffee? I'll take it. That's how it Buddy, would have went. Some, someone just got $3 million. I just saw that in the uh, in a headline. Really? From a fast it, food joint at uh, they had, Coffee again. Oh, Wow. $3 million hot coffee being spilled on? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I could do that, if I could withstand that, how that would be. Wow. Yeah, but here's the thing. $3 million. Like, I don't know how much physical pain you have to go. Yeah, you got to be burned. But, like, we're not talking, you know, covering your body and, and, and all of that. Like, little, you, you get all the extra for the pain and suffering. Yeah, okay. Right? So now you can't trust this retail establishment or any like it. So it's now ruined your quality of life for the rest of your life. And that's why you get to that giant dollar amount. It's punitive damages that you're giving me. Uh, right? I can so- never trust, uh, you know, fast food <laughs> coffee or, um, you know, a burger again. I mean, it, it's all over. Uh, Twitter, and how about a fresca mic? It's Swollen Dome. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, Thursday Night Football, we got we got stuff on the Bills coming up in a few minutes because the Bills survive beating the Bucks 24-18. to the Bucks have a chance in the last few minutes, and this this you know, list goes into how the Bills are just disappointing. A game they were dominating, they somehow allow the Bucks to stand up. Right? It's it's almost like a prize fight where you know it's fixed, and the guy is just keeping the guy standing up for a while so they can all make money. Uh, but that's what the Bills did. They held the Bucks up so much. A last gasp, hail mary that could have won the game falls incomplete in the end zone, and the Bills escape with a win over Tampa. Baker Mayfield, who throws a touchdown to Mike Evans late, did not find Mike Evans at all in the game previous to that final drive. Throws for 237, a couple of touchdowns, quarterback rating of 91. A very uneven game for Mayfield, who had a tough time locating Mike Evans till the very end, had a tough time uh, finding time in the pocket without getting happy feet. Uh, How many times did you watch him drop back to pass and... You'd see him just moving and looking and panicking and not finding a guy, and the Bills would either get a sack or they'd force a throw that was off target. Baker Mayfield is close to losing his job in Tampa, and there's a couple of reasons for this. But of all the guys, you get to that point in the season where teams saying, hey, we could still be good, but we need to make that quarterback change because what we're doing right now, we're just treading water. The Bucs are 3-4 and four in a really bad division. 
So clearly, hey, even though we're three and four, it's still there for us because the Saints aren't great. The Panthers don't have a win. You know, we're 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 still there. It's okay. I mean, we're we're still a team that can do some damage. Yeah, maybe Atlanta looks like the best team, but they look like more than they could be a nine and eight type team. No, of course not. Do they not. really look like the best team? Right? Well, somebody's got to. It's the division. I mean, they want to be somebody. They did, they did beat the Bucks last week. There's got to be somebody uh, up there. This sixteen thirteen game that. Uh, Boy, that's a Halloween Horror Nights gouge yeah. my eyes out kind of game that was. Uh, you know, a, a heads up on Bijan Robinson 10 minutes before uh, kickoff would have been helpful, but Atlanta, but that's okay. So the, the season is still there for them, but the two biggest things that are going on right now, why Baker Mayfield's going to lose his job, this is going to be the end of him as a starter in the NFL because, you know, once you get to three teams and you can't keep your job, that's going to be it. Up until this week, Watching Mayfield, he has committed the game manager sin of just not executing when he is supposed to. Right, The Bucks know getting Baker Mayfield, we're not getting the guy that's going to be the next Tom Brady. We're not getting someone that's going to throw four or five touchdowns. We're not getting Patrick Mahomes. We're not getting a guy who's going to specialize in fourth-quarter comebacks. They know that he is a game manager. And what you want from Baker Mayfield is a quarterback who executes when he is expected to. Not It's not, it's not that we expect you to make hero plays. This is... Don't blow the plays that you're supposed to make. Don't overthrow the open receivers, right? Don't don't miss your read and miss an open guy coming over the middle. And don't turn the football over when you're making a bad play or you're trying to force it through. These are all things that Baker Mayfield has done throughout the season. And last week, uh, watching him overthrow Kate Otten in the fourth quarter, you can't do that. When you're a game manager, you got to hit those plays, right? And the bad INT into double coverage, uh, well, I thought after last week we are going to see a quarterback change. But they stuck with Baker Mayfield into this week. And while he didn't make those mistakes tonight, you could still tell that the Bucks' offense is stuck in neutral. So when you have the combined... Uh, 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 occurrences through seven games of, hey, he's missing the plays he's supposed to make, the, the elementary plays he's supposed to make. Open receivers, don't force the ball in, you know, don't, don't make those mistakes. And plus, the offense is kind of stuck in neutral and you're not going anywhere. Yeah, how long until it's Kyle Trask or how long until it's Doug Williams or Brad Johnson? How long until you say, well, we, we can't do any worse because the offense is just not doing anything right now. I mean, maybe it's a, not saying it's going to happen next week, but maybe it's a couple of games. Maybe it's when, hey, if the defense wins a game and we're 4-4 four and four and we're right there and it's, hey, man, you know, we, we got to see something. We got we got to try somebody at some point, and that's when you might see the quarterback change. But believe me, that's happening because it's not like this Bucks offense is getting any better. It's not getting any more dynamic. The running game is struggling a lot, but basically the passing, which you're supposed to be able to find guys like Mike Evans and guys Godwin and and put some numbers up and 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 put some points on the board. None of those are happening. So really, we're not that far away from it. Mainly because the Bucks still have a chance to win this division. Yeah, the worst of it is that you've your defense, while it's it's not piling up any of these sexy stats, uh, has been competitive virtually every week of the year, and just one or two more plays offensively. Uh, changes the game. And I refer back to Atlanta, obviously, even though Atlanta had a, a bunch of opportunities and Ritter um, couldn't hold on to it, uh, you had problems. Even that Detroit game, still hanging around in that Detroit game, two-touchdown uh, loss. But tonight, an- another one, Buffalo did everything they could to let them hang around. After that Gabe Davis touchdown, you had three straight possessions. What was it? Uh, 20 plays total, Jason, 80 yards 
and only nine minutes off the clock, all resulting in punts. Uh, some good punts. We saw some great punting. So applause, you know, for uh, downing the ball inside. Oh, the, uh, look at the you clapping for the punter, Mike Harb. There you go, right there. Okay. Well, it's like when, look, when I watch my daughter's soccer team and it's the, hey, just clear the zone, you're always laughing when it's, you know, rolls out towards the flag. It's like, coffin corner kick. And you'll have one person actually get the reference. <laughs> It's like, come on, they got to drive the length of the field now. That's a lot of passes. Let's go. Hey, did you just hear that that, that that dad said something about coffins? I don't think that was right about the kids. I mean, these are kids playing on the field right now. <laughs> I did not yell, put them in a body bag. I mean, I didn't do any of that. But the the idea for, for Mayfield tonight, I mean, there was just you, – you mentioned the happy feet on a couple of plays. You saw that a lot, waiting for things to develop, waiting for separation – Evans, you saw him get frustrated a couple of times where he was wide open. Uh, you, you saw a couple of times nice throws where he got betrayed. You know, you look at the uh, the the backup tight end uh, hit him square in the chest. Now it was part of that crazy ass near eight minute drive with the two fourth down penalties on Buffalo that extended it. Uh, but it was uh, he made a great throw that hit uh, Durham square in the hands and through the chest that would have set them up with a first down, I think at like the 17-yard line or something. And the all the guy could do was pat the ball as it hit the ground and you're yelling, stupid, 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 you know, or wh- whatever his reaction was there. I couldn't read his lips. But for Baker Mayfield, you know, th- that's the margin of error in these games, right? You're only getting so many open receivers to make a big play. And even the second Evans touchdown, Hit the defender in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it was a great throw. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if he lays that out a little more, yeah, Evans is open. He'd created the separation. But uh, to have to play the uh, ricochet, uh, pretty impressive. And then on the two-point conversion, off a defender's helmet into Otten's hands. So well, well don't, don't, don't make it seem like it was the same play. This was off a defender straight up in the air oh, where yeah, anybody yeah. could have got it, and it just so happened that Kate Otten caught it. No, that's it. I mean, look, <laughs> defender uh, – well, same one who got called for the uh, penalty. Edwards uh, on the line there got called for a face mask on what would have been a turnover on downs uh, as he sacked Mayfield. But I, I think what you're seeing right now is just the, the giant question is, do you trust Kyle Trask at all? You got to see you something. Did, wouldn't you have seen him already? I, I don't know. Maybe with 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 a guy like Kyle Traskett, you knew he needed time. You knew you wanted, and you didn't want to put him in and, and well, give him the a ball. Couple of years, right? It has, but sometimes some guys need a little bit more time. Because look, Kyle Trask certainly came into the league being a little bit raw, but now at this point, where it's okay, we signed Baker Mayfield. Where if you're at the point, and I think the Bucks are there, where it's. Are we really going to be that much worse with Kyle Trask, or maybe we could get a little bit better? If the Bucks were, if the Bucks were two and five, if they were one and six, I, I get it. Look, keep going and get ready. Going to get a quarterback in the draft, but you could still win the division because the defense is not bad. It's a bad division, but at this point, it, can you can you really sit here and say there's no doubt in my mind Baker Mayfield's the only guy that gives us a chance to win? Or if a hey, Kyle Trask with two years in the system, knowing everything a little bit better, maybe he comes in and plays and we get a little bit of a spark. I mean, that that's why I can see it happening and see it happening in the next couple of weeks. No, and you got the schedule is there. You've got, what, Houston coming up next. Uh, and then uh, it was another winnable game. I had glanced at it real quickly. And then you got Tennessee who may have sold off whatever they have. That's a home game. And then you get San Francisco, the fun and excitement of Gardner Minshew. 
than Carolina before you're at week 14 at Atlanta. I mean, you got a couple of games that are potential wins there to keep you in on pace, you know, with such juggernauts as Derek Carr uh, in division. I say that, you know, as I kind of chuckle to myself. <laughs> See who he yells at this week. Mic him up again. Exit out by the Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike them all up, I say. Mike Harmon. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So that quarterback change, a change is coming for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, meanwhile, quick update, NBA. The Suns, again, they're playing one-on-five tonight. They lead the Lakers 87-82 with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. At the very least, LeBron and AD look pissed that this is the game. Like, they're not up by 20 at this point because they should be with the Suns playing without Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. But this is the Lakers. The Lakers are back! Uh, We will have more on this game, plus why you can't believe in the Bills as a contender no matter what they or anybody else tells you. Keep it right here. More NBA. Opening night part three and Thursday night football on the way. That's next. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Nickelback. No. Uh... Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, TNF goes to the Bills. We'll have more on the Lakers and the Suns as... Many people very nervous in L.A. right now. They could lose this game. Uh, but the Bills win this game. And in a couple minutes, we'll, we'll get to why I'll tell you. This is the last vestige of the Bills. Right? I think this is, oh, the Bills are going to keep running. No, this is the last vestige of, like of the them as vestige. contenders. You like, it's a good word, right? I like to use a, I like to use a $5 word now and again. No, it's pretty good. It's not quite vestiments. No, 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 no. Or vestibule. Venom. Uh, v- uh, vessel. Vermin. TJ not using for, uh the the vivisection. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you like that's that. Good. Huh? You got you got to end on that. All right, we'll end we'll end on well clearly TJ some will end on vivisection. Uh but there's a controversy we need to clear up here because early in tonight's game it was thrown out there that the Bills and Josh Allen ran a Taylor Swift audible. Well, you know, which oh, yeah. listen, we really started getting into how fun the audibles were when Peyton Manning would keep saying Omaha, 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 mm-hmm. Elway, Romo, and we found out the real reasons behind Elway and Romo was Romo was the play was going to go to the right, and Elway was a play to the left. Uh, but now we're getting Taylor Swift. Okay, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. However, it might not have been Taylor Swift. Josh Allen says it was not Taylor Swift, but it was somebody else that he was saying for the name of the Audible. We have the audio here from tonight. You can listen to it right now a couple of times, and uh, you can judge as to what name Josh Allen is saying. Okay, so that is pretty clearly J.R. Smith. It's pretty funny, right? Not Taylor Swift, J.R. Smith. Well, you just assumed he'd say someone of relevance. Yeah, well, maybe what happened is somebody on the team didn't know the score, so he gave the J.R. Smith audible. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Now I know the scores. All right, that's fantastic. Now I got it. I got it, J.R. Smith. Does that mean that we're going to run past you so fast that your shirt's going to come off? (laughs) Uh, Maybe one of the guys on the team is friends with J.R. Smith, and so they decided to make an audible for J.R. Smith. He played golf with him at some point. Uh, Let's see. Hey, what what, what could J.R. Smith stand for? Okay. Um, Putting up a lot of bricks, missing a lot of shots, backboard, glass, off the rim, Maybe not knowing the score. I, I don't. It, it, I, I don't know what J.R. Smith could have been, but it's probably one of those things. It's a fair point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's hey J.R. Smith, meaning you're going to have to reach for this because the famous meme is LeBron with his arms out, going, "You see what the score is?" Don't you? Maybe that's what he want for J.R. Smith. I don't know. Uh, you know, that's a good point. That could have been J.R. Like Smith that. right there. I, I need I need no alligator arms on this uh, play. You, you gotta go. I'm gonna lead you, and you gotta. I'm gonna need gonna, you to lay out here. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be near the sidelines. You got to go out and go get it, okay, JR? Don't alligator arm it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what could J.R. Smith possibly mean. See that? No, we got alligator arms into the show. You know, and that's and and that's a thing I think I would do really well at as well is is naming audibles with funny names. Oh, good. Yeah. Like if there was a job for that on an NFL team, I'd do that. Hey, what's this audible doing? I'll come up with a name for it. What what, what what's the name going to be? Just give me a minute. I'll, I'll come up with something funny. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. Hey, we're banking on Jason Smith. We need to come up with a funny name for this audible so we can run it and people can talk about it. I'd be good at that. That's good. Yeah. There you go. And that's another job. Again, you become more and more like a stance <laughs> every day. I think I could do that job. The guy that comes up with the funny names for the audibles and the plays. Hey, yeah, really? So Zach Wilson stinks is the name of the audible? Yes, just a Zach Wilson stinks. Zach Wilson stinks. What, what, what did you think of the big Zach Wilson controversy <laughs> of the day, huh? Oh, because Zach Wilson was uh, away from the team on vacation with yeah. his family during the bye week? And he went and got himself some apple picking in. Uh, you know... I know they want to compare this to Tony Romo going to Cabo with a bunch of teammates. It's a different thing. Look, guys are away for three days. Look, if if Zach – I'll say this. If the Jets play well Sunday and they beat the Giants, no one's going to care. If the Jets lose, it's going to be a big deal. Whether it is or not, it's going to be presented as a big deal if the Jets play poorly and Zach Wilson plays poorly and they lose. And if they win, no one's going to care. Whether or not this had anything to do with the fact that Zach Wilson was away from the team during the bye. Everybody gets takes off during the bye. No, if he plays Everybody well, takes off they're going to the ask bye. what kind of apples – Dude, I gotta Was get some of those apples pie? from you. Yeah. Pie or a strudel? I mean, are, are you a Granny Smith guy? Yeah, this is. Were you, were you trying to do some baking, or, or do you like, you know, just having an apple, you know, for the fiber source? I don't know. This is not nearly the same thing as going on vacation during the playoffs, right? This is. There's a buy. And you know what? There is something to be said for getting away and clearing your head for a few days. Everybody needs a little time away. You know, everybody. You, you got it. You sing it, man. My man, you sing it. Uh, no, that, that's a very normal thing. Yes, we want to think that NFL players and Zach Wilson's going to say, okay, I'm going to use the bye to be in the building from sunup till sundown and learning all everything I need to know. And the coaches are going to give me plays and new things, everything else. But sometimes, you know, getting away from something is okay. And I got to say, Zach Wilson has played better and had a big ramp up in how well he has played from the Patriots game. Now, does this mean he's jumped up and become a great player? No, he's become barely acceptable. But before that, he was absolutely awful. So from absolutely awful to barely acceptable, that's a pretty good jump. And you know what? If you need a couple of days off, you need four days off, and you go back to your family, it's okay to go back to your family during the bye. It's not that big a deal, man. But anything anything Zach Wilson does is going to be polarizing. But no, I don't care. And I'm not going to look back at this and say, oh, we lost to the Giants because Zach Wilson went apple picking. That's ridiculous. It's not, but it's going to be a story. If the Jets win, it's not a story. If the Jets lose, it is a story because that's how it goes in the media. Okay, fair. Yeah, and if he plays well, then again, people will jump on board and support it. But wherever right now, everybody's just looking for a reason to hate Zach Wilson. Oh, of course, of course, there is right, and especially with the the battle for New Jersey because they don't play in New York. It's a battle for uh, the tri-state area. Thank <laughs> you very much. It's New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. I mean, Buffalo already won, so you're just trying to keep pace. But the uh, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, you got a guy that is under siege and not in a cool Steven Seagal way. Oh, just a lowly cook, just a lowly cook. Now, speaking of cook. The Bills' offense tonight did not look great. It looked okay for three quarters or, you know, two and a half quarters, and then the game was 24 to 10 seemingly for an hour and a half. 
Yeah. And the Bills let the Bucks back into the game before they held them off on a Hail Mary that I, I've never seen a Hail Mary not touch anybody and just hit the ground on the final play of the game. But look, I know a lot of people are going to be back on the Bills bandwagon after tonight. Look, they're five and three. Josh Allen threw for a couple of touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. You're getting Dalton Kincaid involved in the offense now. First round pick. He's supposed to be the next Travis Kelsey. The last two weeks have been pretty good for Dalton Kincaid. But overall, the Bills are just, they're not the same team. And and the, just because they roll over from last year to this year, and it's still Josh Allen, it's still Stephon Diggs, this is not the same Bills team. Defensively, they're not as good. Offensively, they're not as in sync as they were even two years ago. Just because they always have Josh Allen doesn't mean they're always going to be good. This is not the same Bills team. I'm not buying the Bills as a serious contender because they are too inconsistent. Now, normally this year, they've been inconsistent from game to game. Tonight, they were inconsistent within the game, right? Some weeks you see them look, hey, they put 40 on the Dolphins. They beat the crap out of them. Then it's, how do you get worked by the Patriots like that? How do you lose to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers? Uh, but then they have win, and, and you go back and forth. But tonight it was, hey, the Bills looked really good for two and a half quarters, and then they just stopped. And and the Bucks because they kept getting the ball back, kept getting the ball back. Eventually, hey, we're going to put points on the board. That's how it goes in the NFL. When you keep giving the ball back to your opposition, they're going to find a way down the field. And the last quarter and a half, it was were the Bills bored? Were they just not good? The Bucks the Bucks were out of this game, and they let them back in and came within uh, a really difficult hail mary of potentially losing this game. The Bills is halfway through the season, and the Bills are not a finished product. I understand this, but they're also not the same as they were, and I can't buy them as contenders in the AFC. There's four teams right now. All the division leaders of the, of, of the of the divisions I like better than the Bills right now, and there may be some teams under them that I like more as the season goes on. Because if the Bills are, if this is who they are, and they're and we know they're not as good defensively, offensively, is there a big move for them to make? You know, I I I don't know that there's some place for the Bills to go that's going to suddenly say, yes, now we're going over the top, right? James Cook is is averaging about five yards a carry, but he only carries the ball ten times a game because you got to have Josh Allen carry the football and throw the football, right? Stephon Diggs catches between six and ten passes a game, between 70 and 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Uh, okay, so he, he's doing his job. Gabe Davis is what you're expecting to be a number two receiver. Now here comes Dalton Kincaid. And you're still having problems, all right? This we told you in the in in the in the summer. This is not the same Bills team. Just because you see the same couple of guys at the top, you have this image of them as this big team, and they win the AFC East the last couple of years, and they get into the playoffs. This is not the same team that you're used to. So people can buy the Buffalo Bills. I'm not buying the Bills. Yeah, I think you got a crowded AFC. I mean, with that we we certainly agreed to even before the season began, right? There are a lot of would-be contenders. Whereas we looked at the NFC, and you got to whittle down to a couple that stood up, right? The old whiteboard, like we had in the old studio, it's like we do and joke for the NBA. It's like, all right, we got these three teams. We got to add more just because we have to add more. <laughs> There's going to be opponents in the conference finals. Uh, in the NFC, it just seemed like the 49ers and Eagles were the the class uh, of the conference. And then we see what rises and what injuries create opportunity. AFC, right? Pick the Jaguars before the season. A lot of folks on, on board. Um, 
the Bengals, and they're starting to find their way coming out of a bye week. We'll see uh, where they're headed, uh, how much healthier they are, uh, and just go on down the line. You've got multiple contenders that you feel good about. Baltimore, suddenly everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. A lot of action on Lamar Jackson for the MVP, and so on and so forth. With the Bills, you're living and dying by Josh Allen's heroics. Man, I'm a little confused when you're on fourth and one and you're calling uh, plays out of the shotgun. Riddle me that, Batman. I mean, I, I know you want to get your quarterback a good look at the field and all, uh, but he is also, what, 6'4"? So uh, you can't get the lean behind your O-line? Maybe that's a problem. James Cook, you don't trust him. Maybe you go trade for a running back. Wide receiver, Gabe Davis, too damn inconsistent. Trust me, uh, as a guy who left him on a bench today because he'd been so <laughs> sorry about that, buddy. Well, no, like, but but I've been his biggest champion, I think, outside of the city of Buffalo for these last couple of years about the player he could be and that you expected him to be week to week, and it just hasn't been there. And then tonight, find the matchup, find the opportunity. Kincaid with a couple of big catches, obviously Allen on the run finds him uh, for the big touchdown reception davis scraping across the back of the end zone for the other i mean there's moments that you're like all right this is cooking and then after the davis touchdown you had three straight possessions that were nondescript uh, anemic play calling like you're moving the ball you're pushing the ball downfield you're creating space and opportunities by design rollouts with allen and then you go away and you bring in latavius murray Jason, the guy carried the ball five times. He didn't fall forward. <laughs> five carries, seven yards on the I guy. Know, with I know. a long of five. Buddy, I know. I know. I know. So buddy, it, I know. It's like, come on, get out of your own way up there in the play calling booth because you do have some guys that can make plays. Defensively, you're going to meet stauncher opposition and the injuries, you know, unless you get into the marketplace, you're not covering up for losing Milano and White. Uh, but. You're going to need to find a way. You're going to need to find a way to get home. You got some good pressure on Mayfield. Uh, He still was able to elude a lot of that to make some plays downfield. So, yeah, Allen either throws them into contention or out of it. That's where that that's the scary reality of this of the the heights of Josh Allen and riding that uh, those highs and lows. I mean, if you're a gambler or a Bills fan. I mean, you're going to feel like you're falling through the table a few times this season. Well, look, and that's I like you did. I like you did there falling through the table. But that's the thing with Allen and and really Jalen Hurts. I'm seeing a lot of the same things. Is that okay? I really want to test and see what I can do. Not quite a heat check, but I think I can do more than I really can. And Josh Allen forces the ball in, and he should know better because he's been in the league a lot longer. But he feels a responsibility, I think, and gets and 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 gets. Uh, you know, kind of laden down with the responsibility of the offense. Whereas Jalen Hurts, I think, is just trying to figure out what he can do as a quarterback because he's still learning what kind of throws he can make. But th- that's the that's the the big thing that both these guys have in common. It's I can see these seasons coming to a screeching halt in a first playoff game or a Week 17 game where it's oh hey one touchdown and three picks that did it. I mean you're done. I mean you're going on. I mean the the Eagles are likely going to win the East, so it's probably in the playoffs then. But I could see I could see it coming in for the Bills that way Week 16. 
16, week 17, because Allen makes those bad mistakes because he's just too conditioned to say, I'm going to try to do everything when it's due. When you're crossed up, let some guys make plays. You know, they, At least they tried to throw shorts, and I tried to get the ball to Stephon Diggs you know, behind the line of scrimmage, just a, ahead of the line of scrimmage. I tried to get him to make some plays in space and not have to worry about him throwing down the field all the time. But, yeah, your point on, on Josh Allen's right on, man. The guy turns the ball over. A lot. Just a very important point. Tell Allen. <laughs> right now we're going to tell Steve DeSager. DeSager's going to tell us what's trending as things are getting tight in the crypt, Steve-O. Suns have fallen apart in the fourth quarter in L.A. Lakers are leading with under a minute to go, 95-91. Phoenix, for the first 10 minutes of this period, got outscored 17-3. to Suns had 10 turnovers in the quarter. Now, on the court... Is that good? I'm trying not, to look and see. Is that not good? good. It's not Just, good. I'll go out All on right. a limb. Not right. good. Not good. Okay. Kevin Durant, you mentioned he doesn't have much around him tonight. And yes, Devin Booker is out this evening. Kevin Durant is a plus 19 on the court and they are losing. He has 37 points and 8 turnovers. Lakers from 3-point range are 5 for 29 and still leading the game. In fact, under 30 seconds to go, Lakers have the lead and the ball. 95-91 LA. The only other game in the NBA tonight was at Milwaukee and the Bucks beat Philadelphia 118-117. Damian Lillard now with the Bucks had 39 points, no turnovers. Giannis Antetokounmpo in the win, 23 points, 13 rebounds, 7 turnovers. In the NHL, Anaheim won in overtime at Boston, a team that was 6-0. Ducks got two goals in the last two minutes of regulation. The two late games are done. Blues won 3-0 at Calgary. Rangers won 3-0 at Edmonton. College football, Virginia Tech over Syracuse, 38-10. Now to that Bills win at Buffalo, 24-18. Bills defeated Tampa Bay in the NFL game tonight. Josh Allen, three total touchdowns. Touchdowns, one interception. There were 20 penalties combined in this one. Baker Mayfield was questionable for this game with a sore knee. He did play, wound up with two touchdown passes, but for much of the game, the offense didn't move. They made it close at the end, but still, Tampa Bay 3-4 and four overall. Buffalo is up to 5-3 and three this season. Uh, running back Rashad White of the Bucks did have seven receptions for 70 yards. Wide receiver of the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, who had a hip injury, says he'll play this weekend. He returned to limited practice. Miami hosts New England. Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert was limited in practice, as was wide receiver Jalen Waddell. Carolina running back Miles Sanders practiced fully despite the bad shoulder. The 0-6 Panthers will host Houston. Texans wide receiver Robert Woods missed practice with a foot injury. Jacksonville wideout Zay Jones did not practice due to a knee injury. Jacksonville's at Pittsburgh. Steelers wide receiver D. Deontay Johnson did not practice due to a hamstring injury. Pittsburgh defensive tackle Cam Hayward was designated to return from IR. Las Vegas plays Monday night at Detroit, and Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo returned to practice after a back injury. Raiders kicker Daniel Carlson did not practice due to a groin injury, and Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker missed practice today due to illness. The World Series starts tomorrow night on Fox TV, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Texas hosts Arizona. Road teams have a very good record. So far this postseason, 22 and 14. That's an over 600 winning percentage, second highest entering a World Series since the playoffs expanded years ago in the wild card era. Game two of the series will be Saturday night on Fox, right after college football. Update from LA Lakers with two seconds left lead Phoenix 98 95. Back to you. 
Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, Three-point lead for the Lakers over the Suns. It looks like they're going to win it. We'll have more on this game. Plus, coming up next, Mike and I will tell you who's going to be sipping champagne coming up in a week. This is not Cleveland. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios, Lakers hold off the Suns. Lakers are back. We have two big NBA stories coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll talk about the Lakers win over the Suns tonight, plus the craziness that surrounded James Harden and the Sixers game tonight against the new-look Bucks and Damian Lillard, but... Tomorrow night, game one of the World Series. 
Who's going to be sipping champagne coming up in a week? Mike and I are on opposite sides of this. Yeah. Why don't you tell me who you think is going to win, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Go ahead. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. Uh, I'm going to take the Texas Rangers. I'm going to say they starting pitching to start the series. You can hold, hold stand pat and take care of business. Look, when we look at this Rangers squad, 90 wins, Bochi obviously uh, having great success on the road, looking for more of that magic uh, as it flows. Uh, but – I'm also looking for, you know, Montgomery uh, to come up big, Ivaldi to come up big. Bullpen has had his moments. The one thing I, I worry is that generating runs, maybe a little over-reliance on, on the big fly when it comes to Garcia, but uh, I'm going to put the, the chips towards the center, and that Corey Seager is going to be the name we're talking about when this ends, just Ooh. like we did here in Los Angeles for several years. You are putting a dagger in the hearts of Dodger fans. Corey Seager, your World Series MVP. The Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series. Tell me why. There is all, ain't nothing but a snake wind. Tell me why. First of all, I'll go, I'll go this. snake bite right there. I mean, it was the same syllables. Who was supposed to win the first round of the playoffs? Not the Diamondbacks. Who won? Diamondbacks. Who was supposed to win the second round? Yeah. Not the Diamondbacks. Who won? Diamondbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was supposed to win sure. the NLCS? Oh, yeah. Not the Diamondbacks. That's all you ever talked about. Who won? The Diamondbacks. Uh Going into the World Series, we talked about this last night. You know me. I'm a big good pitching beats good hitting guy, sure. especially at this point in the playoffs. And while look at what what Ivaldi is doing suddenly become this great clutch postseason hey. pitcher, it's insane. However, I like the teams that are peaking at the right time, and the Diamondbacks pitching is what I like the most. And Gallon and Kelly, look, Kelly was so chap-ass coming out of that game. <laughs> Five innings, you're taking me out, I just struck out the side. Even Fott is pitching fantastic. This is a guy that ERA during the season was five and a half, and now suddenly yeah. he, he's someone that's shutting everybody down. You're talking about these guys pitching five of the seven games, especially you're going to get Gallon in game one, likely Kelly in game two. I like the Diamondbacks pitching. I like it way more than the Rangers pitching. They're going to wind up doing enough because, look, you look at this lineup, Diamondbacks lineup, it's not great. There's a lot of pressure at the top of the lineup to come through. They're going to come through, and Kettle Marte is going to be your World Series MVP. Corbin Carroll's going to get a lot of run, and he should. A rookie, look at what he's doing. Three hits in game seven, two RBI. He scored a run. He's incredible. But the Rangers are going to stay away from him, and as a result, Marte's going to be on base a lot. He's going to hit for high average. He's going to score a ton of runs. That's why I got him as the World Series MVP. How about this? You've got a uh, Taco Fractor card that was put into uh, Tops this year. Like, literally, it's floating tacos behind the players. Okay. They're numbered to five. Nice. All um, right. Yeah. Is so Adam Gase get, one of them with floating tacos? Well, but Adam you, Gase get, card? you get the stolen base, you get tacos. Okay. All right. There's uh, first stolen base in the World Series gets you uh, tacos for life.
Okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, so people are now uh, paying exorbitant amounts for the uh, Corbin Carroll, given his stolen base proficiency during the regular season. Yeah, but I mean, but at this point, look, people don't care who steals the base. Just as long as we get a no, stolen base. No, 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 no. But you care. have to have the card of the player. Oh, you have to have the card. Yeah, yeah. It's so not, it's oh, numbered out of five. It's the not, card. Like, oh. don't have the promotion for every schlub right. while you buy your 10-pack. Hey, get one. No, no, no. This is a card that will entitle you to tacos. Oh. Oh, life. I didn't know you had to have the card. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So the Corbin okay. Carroll will be numbered to five. The Marte Woo! will be numbered to five. Whatever. So a little promotion, a little bit of intrigue, and certainly the something the card industry, even though the cards are uh, odd-looking, it's a pretty good prize on the back end if you can pull it off. Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. Mike and I on opposite sides of the World Series. There's our pick beginning tomorrow night. Well, coming up next, again, two big stories in the NBA. The Lakers survived the Suns, and did Kevin Durant make a business decision at the end of this game? Plus, what happened with James Harden? you got to hear it to believe it. Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 